Hello and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I'm your host, Nick Kachanov, and today Ina is heading, headed, heading or headed to the beach. I never know which one to say. Heading to the beach. She's going to the beach, folks, uh, for another cookout. And God bless this woman because I said it so many times on the podcast. I can't think of anything worse to do at a beach than to have a full-blown <laughs> barbecue in the sand. I just, I just think it's a nightmare, and I don't know why she's agreed to do it so much. I feel like that would be such a great question to ask her. Like maybe not on an interview that's like filmed, I guess, but like if I was just like, if I bumped into Ina Garten on the streets and we had, you know, if we could have a cup of coffee without any interruption, I'd be like, did you like doing those beach episodes? Because they just seem awful. And I'm sure she'd be like, yeah, they're terrible. But um, more on that in just a moment. Uh, How is everyone? It's uh, it's the week after the 4th of July, so I was in Erie for the 4th of July. Um, I did have to work on Monday, but then I was off on Tuesday, and then we came back. And it's been a short week, but it's also felt like the longest week. The One of my, the manager beneath me, he's on vacation this week, and he, he knows a lot of stuff. I've only been in this new role for, like, less than a year, and he knows, like, he's my go-to for a lot of things. So a lot of, you know, there's been a lot of scrambling and... A lot of people are coming to me for stuff at work, and I'm just like, I I think I know what this is, and just, you know how it is, is just trying to pretend you know what you're doing, even though I do know what I'm doing. It's just been uh, busy, 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 especially today. I'm recording this, like, Thursday night, um, and I apologize to my hydrangeas over on Patreon because I had sent out a message to you all telling you that I'd have the episode out early, early afternoon, and look at it. Lo and behold, it's like 9.30 at night that I'm recording this, but better late than never is what I say. <sighs> um, what else is going on? Not much, really. The The 4th of July was great, by the way. You know, uh, it was nice to get away. And this weekend, I think like Saturday of this weekend, Keon and I are going to have like a nothing day. Um, and by nothing, I mean like staying home, but also doing stuff around the house, like we just want to get rid of some stuff. I feel like everyone goes through those phases where you just want to get rid of everything in your house, or at least I go through old stuff. Like I personally love purging things out of my home Um, within reason. You know, you just accumulate so much crap over the years that you're just like, I don't, I don't need this. Um, And then you can buy more crap, you know? Uh, So I think that's what we're going to be doing on Saturday. And Sunday is my Aunt Karen's 60th birthday party. So that should be great. And I don't know what I'm going to do Friday night. Keon's hanging out with a friend, and um, I might just loaf around, watch season two of The Bear, maybe. Is anyone watching The Bear? I'm trying to think of anything else I'm watching. I just finished the other two, season three. It's last season, unfortunately. It's so good. It's on HBO if you're looking for a new show. But it is very specific. I feel like if you're like a theater person or gay, or you live in New York, or all of the above. Like, it's 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 very much written for the gays and the gals. So, tune into that. But we're not here to talk about the other two today, folks. We're here to talk about the Barefoot Contessa. And this is, this is strange. I don't know why I've never done this before. And maybe, well, let me say what I'm going to say first. So, this is season one, episode one. But I don't believe this is the pilot of Barefoot Contessa, because her hair isn't, her hair is different. You know, we've talked about those earlier episodes of 
I think they're just labeled differently on Discovery Plus because, and I don't know why, because it should just be from the beginning, but who knows. Um, but this is called Sun and Sand. And I picked this one because, you know, it's summer, it's hot. It's been so hot in Pittsburgh um, the last two days. It's been like in the 90s. And I don't know why this just popped in my head too, but I don't know if you, if anyone is a Beyonce fan, terrible news this week. We found out that she is not coming to Pittsburgh out of all the cities. And I know it's not her fault. And I really don't even actually know why. There's like a whole bunch of speculation about her tour, like what she needs for her tour is not going to like, there's like a lot of technical elements that uh, like, it's now called Acrisure Stadium, but it used to be called Heinz Field. It's where the Steelers play. They basically just released a like a a really short and vague, uh, like pressed what is it pressed <laughs> not pressed press release is what I'm trying to say. Um, I feel pressed with that news, but um, it it just said something about like conflicts and some sort of technical thing, and and people were saying it's like oh, and and she's like she moved like another tour date. This is all to say I'm very sad about it because Keon and I were very much looking forward to the concert. It wasn't going to be until August 3rd. But, you know, I think um, I'm not devastated, but I am really sad because I feel like it would have been a lot of fun. And this last album was like incredible. And I feel like her set list was so good. I feel like this is the concert. This is the tour to go see. Because who knows when she's going to put out new music again? I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know how I got on that topic. I started talking about how hot it was and then I went to Beyonce. So Let's get back to this. This is season one, episode one, Sun and Sand. So Ina begins. It doesn't feel like summer until I drag out the grill. Even if it's raining, I'm out there with my umbrella and usually a flashlight because it's dark, grilling salmon and steaks. So what could be more fun than meeting some friends at the beach for a grill? They're in charge of the fire. I'm in charge of the food. And unfortunately, Jeffrey has to go... Jeffrey has to work, so he's going to miss all of the fun. We'll miss him. Barbecue chicken. You can't beat it. Everyone loves it. Some Szechuan noodle salad packed with crisp summer vegetables. For color, I always love something green with a meal. Broccoli with garlic and soy. And then those coast-to-coast favorites, s'mores. Oh, and I have some great tips, too, for turning plain old vanilla ice cream into great desserts. Everything from just drowning it in espresso, the Italian way, to serving it with fabulous, fabulous, fabulous fresh raspberry sauce. I have a party to get ready for. I better get going. (laughs) This intro is crazy. I just feel none of it is, uh, like, I almost said dramatically correct, grammatically correct, and... I don't know, like, even as I was, like, typing it up, I was, it just, like, goes into, like, barbecue chicken. You can't beat it. Everyone loves it. That's, like, she doesn't even say, like, up first, barbecue chicken. I don't know who wrote this. It's, uh, it's not their best. <sighs> but that's okay. Um, a lot of good things going on in this episode, though. And the first thing that Ina gets into is, uh, she preps the chicken, the barbecue chicken. We're gonna get right into it. She says she's always looking for new ways to cook chicken. So she's making like a homemade barbecue sauce here. And this is like a Barefoot Contessa barbecue sauce. And she tells us like, she tells us this story about the Barefoot Contessa and how she wanted to create like three different uh, like homemade barbecue sauces. She wanted one to be like mustard based, the second one to have a uh, tomato base, and the third to have a little bit of like an Asian flair. And 
when I guess like her staff kind of created it and presented it to her, she was like, I don't know, it just doesn't seem to be cutting it. So she didn't love them individually, but she took them home and combined all of them. And it was perfect, which to me, that sounds crazy. But I mean, I'd certainly try it because I'll try anything once. Um, so this sauce has a lot of stuff going into it. She has some onion sauteing and vegetable oil to which she adds some tomato paste, some apple cider vinegar, some honey, some Dijon mustard, hoisin sauce, which is like a plum sauce. It's like, uh, something you'd find at like the Asian market. Uh, she adds some Worcestershire sauce and soy sauce. And then she starts to add the chili powder and she she accidentally adds too much chili uh, chili powder and she makes one of her like classic noises. I'm going to pull it up here. It's like um, it's not a seagull sound. It's like when she screams. So she like poured one tablespoon of chili powder in and then she went to like tap the next one and she just goes like it's almost like it's like ah. So let me just play it for you. Here we go. <laughs> tablespoons of chili powder. that much <laughs> I love when she's like not quite that much it was like it's so that Ina Garten cadence not quite that much but I love her so uh, it was like ah I just love those moments um so after that she also adds some cumin is it cumin cumin anyway and some red pepper flakes for a little bit of heat and then she gives it a stir, and Ina says, too bad Jeffrey has to go to work. We all know how he loves chicken. So now Ina goes to the freezer and plucks out a pint of good vanilla ice cream. Again, I need someone at the Food Network, I need someone on Ina's team to just create a line of good vanilla ice cream. She doesn't need to do, like, anything else. Just do good vanilla ice cream and like make it really good. Like I would buy so much of that. I need to write her, I need to send her a DM on Instagram and be like, can you do this and give me 10%? <laughs> and can I meet you and interview you for my podcast? I should just do that. But uh, anyway, uh, she, so this is when she's talking about the, um, I almost said the good vanilla, but kind of the good vanilla ice cream. Uh, so she's making some fresh raspberry sauce to go on top of it. It sounds really good and it looks really great. She pours some fresh raspberries, like a pint or two, into a saucepan and then adds some sugar and some water. And while that comes to a boil, she adds some raspberry jam, excuse me, without the seeds, into a food processor and adds some framboise, which is raspberry-flavored brandy. And then into that, she pours the raspberry sugar concoction that's, you know, nice and boiled into the food processor and gives it a blitz. And then we see some like delicious like B-roll footage of her pouring the sauce over vanilla ice cream. I I mean, I'll, I'll say this. I am like a chocolate gal through and through. Like I'm always going to prefer chocolate or caramel sauce, something like that. But this, this looked really good. I would definitely try this. Uh, next up in our little vanilla ice cream tour is uh, affogato, uh, which is like an Italian treat, which I never had in Italy, actually. And I think they probably had it on the menu, of course, but I... I never got it. Uh, it's essentially espresso and vanilla ice cream. So she uses one of those like Bialetti espresso makers. They're like silver. I'm sure you've seen them before. They go on top of the stove. They're like very Italian. I have like a tiny one. And actually I have this like huge honking Bialetti that Keanu and I found in like a yard sale. It can like, I feel like it can, I almost said feed, but um, it, it can provide 
uh, espresso for like 10 people, I feel. Maybe even more. It's it's huge. But um, of course, I've never used it. Speaking of crap that I don't need, because that's the thing. It's like you get this stuff at a yard sale and you're like, well, I definitely need this. It's only $2. And then it just sits in your basement and you forget about it. I think sometimes cleaning your house is a good way to just remember what you already have. Like, oh, I should use this or I should get give this away uh, or donate it back to Goodwill. Who knows? Uh, anyway, um, lost my place in my notes. Oh, she, sh- uh, she basically, you know, the espresso is made. It looks amazing. Um, and she pours it over the vanilla ice cream. And then she pours Jeffrey and her a cup of espresso and takes it out to Jeffrey on the back porch. And, um, you know, she says again, she's like, it's such a shame you'll be, you won't be able to like come have fun with us at the beach. And, uh, Jeffrey asks her to save her some save him some chicken and Ina says something like you're gonna she says you'll miss all that sand on you and Jeffrey says well you'll just have to take the sand off of the chicken when you save a piece for me which I thought was funny and honestly the older I get the more I hate sand like I do like the beach but god it's just everywhere (laughs) and I know that's like the dumbest thing to say because like of course it will be but I just I, I need I feel that there's a lack of because um, we were just in Erie and we went to Presque Isle, which is gorgeous and it has like amazing sunsets. But like we went to a beach and we were, you know, walking off to our car and there wasn't like any sort of like in Pittsburgh, we would say a spigot, um, but just like, you know, a water to like rinse off your like your legs and your feet and just like acclimate yourself back to like <laughs> like human form because you just feel there's nothing worse than getting in a car with sand everywhere. You just have to like vacuum all that crap out when you get home but anyway um I feel like maybe Jeffrey didn't even want to go to the beach because I, I I don't think I've ever seen him at the beach I've seen him by the beach but I don't know if I've seen him in the sand I'm gonna have to pay attention to that as I go through all these episodes but um after the commercial break Ina brings out her chicken uh and she gives it a sniff and she says always smell your chicken to make sure it's fresh and I was like, what? She's never done that ever. And I don't think I've never done, I've ever done that. And uh, I don't think I ever will. I mean, I feel like I'd be able to smell it if it wasn't fresh. I don't know. Um, so she pours that delicious barbecue sauce over top the chicken, gives it a, she says like, it's like a combination of like schmutz and and like smudge. She's like schmudge, schmudge. I don't know what she says, but it, it wasn't schmutz. Uh, so after she, she, you know, she just kind of incorporates the barbecue sauce into the chicken and then she washes her hands and puts the chicken into the fridge without covering the bowl, which I thought was kind of like, I don't know why it seemed uncharacteristic of Ina to not put like a little bit of plastic wrap on, on top of that bowl, you know? I don't know. So we see some quick footage of her friends at the beach setting up the grill this is this is a spoiler alert for later i don't know who any of these people are maybe one person but we'll get to that when we get to it uh so she's starting to make szechuan noodles this actually sounds really great but the sauce is a ton of work not a ton of ton of work but like a ton of ingredients so she starts by boiling some uh pasta fettuccine to be exact one of my favorite pastas i love a I love a thick flat pasta uh and then she puts six cloves of garlic into a food processor it just feels like there's a lot of sauce on this i don't know it it seemed crazy uh and then she puts a lot of fresh ginger in it i was like this is too much i i like ginger but i feel like a little can go a long way but 
and I think like throughout all of this, she's sort of like, just eyeball it. I'm like, not with a ginger though. That's going to like set your throat on fire. <laughs> so she adds a half, a half of something. I didn't write, I think it's half a cup of vegetable oil and a half a cup of tahini, which is sesame paste and primarily used in hummus or as Ina says, hummus. Um, I love when she says hummus. Uh, and then she had some peanut butter, some soy sauce, uh, some honey, dry sherry, sherry vinegar, dark sesame oil, cayenne pepper, Asian chili pepper, and then black pepper. It's a lot of sauce and a lot of ingredients. Um, but by the time she's all done with that, the pasta is ready to be drained. And then she puts uh, the noodles into a big glass bowl and tosses the sauce into the noodles. And she reserves just a little bit of sauce on the side for later. Uh, because as we know, if you, you know, sometimes that when you put something in, it's almost like potato salad or something, you kind of just need like a little, like a half cup more of mayo after you put it all in, like right when you're about to serve it, because it can suck everything up. Um, so then she adds some sliced green onions, some red and yellow bell pepper into it as well. And then she sprinkles a little bit more green onion on top and it's ready for the beach. But before she heads off to the beach, it's time for some broccoli and garlic. And I love this idea. I love a good, simple vegetable dish that has, um, it still feels healthy, even though it's oil, but like, it's still, it's like, it's not steamed broccoli and it's not broccoli with like, you know, a pound of butter on it as well too. So, um, basically she blanches some, she doesn't blanch the garlic. I don't know why I wrote that. Um, she blanches some, blanches some broccoli. And while she's doing that, she also cooks up some garlic oil, which is just basically, you know, some, some olive oil with some, you know, uh, cloves of garlic in it. At a, I feel like a low temp to be honest, because you don't want to like burn the garlic. Uh, and it also like infuses the garlic with the, or the oil with the garlic flavor, which is nice. Uh, so she pours after it's like, you know, I don't know how long she said she cooked the garlic oil for, but she pours it into a Pyrex and then adds some crushed red pepper to it and just kind of lets it sit there for a second. And then she takes the broccoli out of the water and shocks it into some ice water to set that beautiful green color. And um, and then she drains it and puts it into a bowl. And then she pours that gorgeous garlic oil over the broccoli. And then I love this too. She scoops out some of the garlic cloves on top. I would love to get like a garlic clove. I love when garlic is just like cooked down so much that it's just like soft and a little sweet. Oh God, I'm drooling just thinking about it. Uh, and she also just like right before she gives it a mix, she she does like a couple dashes of soy sauce for good measure. So Ina finally gets to the beach here and they have quite the spread. I will have to say this. Ina has this idea. She says something about like, uh, she's like, you know, when everyone goes to the beach, everyone has their own blanket. And I feel like so she doesn't say this. She's like, I just feel disconnected or something like that. So she went out and just like bought this like huge blanket. And I feel like, what does she call them? It almost looks like I'm not going to say shutters, but that it's like huge blinds, like, but blinds that are like 10 feet by 12 feet. I don't know. It's sort of like a bamboo texture, if that makes sense, but it's very thin, um, which I kind of like. I feel like it's going to, you know, there's no risk of getting sand on you when you sit on it unless like it blows on or someone, you know, walks by and kicks some sand on it. But I have to say this color palette for the blanket and pillows is... It's quintessential Nick Kachanov color palette. If you watch this episode, like it is exactly just like I feel it in my soul. 
I just feel like, you know, you're, you're just attracted to certain colors. And of course, like, I feel like it'll change over time. Like, this is just the era I'm in. But it's like, it's like blue, green, yellow, and like eggshell. But it's not, they're all like sort of muted colors. They're so gorgeous. I was like, I know, this is like, it's perfect. And she says like, so I bought this and I bought all these pillows that were on sale. I'm like, they were probably like $50 a pillow. Like, let's not, let's not lie here, Ina. They, they're too nice to be, you know, on sale, as she says. Um, and I just want to go sit with her on the beach. I don't want to have a barbecue on the beach, but I want to sit with Ina. Uh, so now she's cooking the barbecue chicken. And this is so interesting. The men, there's only two men, I think, in the background. They're They're sitting on a blanket and the women are all crowding around Ina. There's only like two other women, I think. And I don't know what the kids are doing. At one point, there's like the boys are like, they're like lifting up this like huge piece of driftwood or something like that. I'm like, boys, let's like put that down. They were annoying me. Um, and I don't know whose kids they are, but uh, so I lost my place in my notes again. Oh, I, there's just like one of the women asked, one of the women asked Ina, if you're supposed to cook the chicken before marinating it, which is, I guess, a legitimate question, but also like, come on now. Um, and Ina says, no, you don't have to cook it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she also says, uh, so Ina's like, I have a friend who says it's not a barbecue until the fire department shows up. And then it's like a smash cut to the, like, she throws her head back and laughs. And it's like, uh, that made me laugh out loud. It's such like a classic line of hers like anytime she barbecues uh she has to say that it's like in her contract i feel and i also have to say this i don't think Ina's out there in the rain holding an umbrella barbecuing i don't think she likes it that much i think they were just trying to, again that intro was so weird she's like i'm even out there in my umbrella because i just you know i just have to barbecue and i'm like no one's gonna do that even even people that like have to barbecue like at a, like fourth of july or memorial day or whatever it is like if they're out there in the rain barbecuing, like that's not that's not fun. Even they don't want to be out there. So I can't imagine Ina willingly wanting to be out in the rain with an umbrella. So I don't know who she's trying to fool there, but not buying it. Uh, so after the commercial, they are eating the Szechuan noodles. Like they're all they're all sitting on the blanket, and they're eating the Szechuan noodles out of Chinese takeout containers. And I have to say, it looks kind of dry. I don't know where that extra sauce went, but it's sure as hell not in the shot that we got because they those noodles look dry. And I I mean, would I still eat it? Of course, I would like inhale those noodles. Um, but I was just a little sad. I, I, I thought she was going to say, I don't know, here's a little bit more sauce if you need it because I, I definitely need it uh, if I was there. Or I would have just not said anything and ate it to be polite. But Ina walks over to the grill and the chicken's like pretty much cooked at this point. Um... And I also noticed that Ina is wearing her shoes and socks, which I think is like heinous. I just, I, I can't imagine. Oh God, it would just be everywhere. Like at least take your shoes and socks off. Like roll up those, those pants. I can't imagine Ina in the water also. Just like, you know, <laughs> just like running down the beach. Um, I just find that that's crazy. But anyway, this guy comes over to help her plate up the chicken. And I can never remember this guy He's that young, handsome gay guy. I did an episode like, I don't know, a month or so back. And he was, she like went to his house and it was a really nice house. Is his name Jim? Someone mentions a guy named Jim. We'll call him Jim. 
so Ina and Jim are, you know, Jim has like these these plates and he like she just like keeps piling piling the chicken like higher and higher. He doesn't, you know, she doesn't put them on two plates. It was making me very nervous. But he he managed to do it. Uh, Jim and Ina walk over to the the blanket and there's like a teenage girl here with braces. And then there's those two younger kids. I thought they were both boys. Maybe they are boys. They're like eight to 10 years old, sort of like in that rough housing, silly sort of age that you just want to smack them around. But um, they seem to be having fun. Um, And now it's time for s'mores. Okay, here we go. I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know if I like s'mores, but I think, first of all, I think there's a lot of s'more hacks out there that are really great now. Um, like putting a Reese's cup on a s'more, like that's next level. I don't know why we didn't think of that like 25 years ago, but that's cool. And then there are also these um, cookies at Aldi. That's like, a, it's like a shortbread. It's it's not quite a graham cracker, but it's like a shortbread cookie with like a chocolate uh, glaze. What am I trying to say? Like a coating on, on one side of it too. So you actually, you, you don't even need like the Hershey bar. You just take two cookies and then the marshmallow and that's really cool. With all this said, I'm never wowed by a s'more. I find it, I don't like a mess. I've said that before too. I will always eat a s'more. I'm not going to turn it down. So everyone relax. But I just, um, I just feel like they're never worth the work. I would rather have someone make me a s'more and give it to me. I just want to like sip my, like sip my beer and have Keon make me like a s'more and have it be perfect. Um, And I think the key to a perfect marshmallow when you're making a s'more, of course, is just patience. You can't put it all the way in there. You got to rotate it around. You got to close. I mean, get it close to those like, what are they called? Embers, coals. I don't know. You know, like the really hot part of the fire. But you can't put it in the flames or else you're going to have like a flaming marshmallow and it's going to be chaos. But um, and that's and, and that because I think that really makes it there's nothing worse than like making you know thinking it's cooked all the way through and then you put it on the cracker and you just like the whole s'more like center comes out like it's like gooey but then you just pull it's like it's it's gross um that's all i have to say about s'mores i do like them they're fine they're a little messy i'll probably have one maybe two and i'd rather have someone make it for me so there's that um and as they're making s'mores one of the women like leans over to Ina. She's like, this is one of the few things that I remember about Girl Scouts. And Ina sort of like overlaps and says like, one of the few things in Girl Scouts that is useful. And (laughs) I just like laughed. I was like, whoa, throwing shade to the Girl Scouts, Ina. I mean, I don't know what they do in Girl Scouts, but um, I guess making s'mores was the only thing worthwhile, at least in Ina Garten's eyes. Uh, So Ina says at the end, this is like such a weird outro. She says... I'd say the s'mores are great, but it's not a picnic without the sand. And I honestly thought they were going to start throwing sand at each other. And I was like horrified. I was like, please don't do that. Or maybe the kids would run off and start throwing sand at each other, like away from the adults. Um, But they didn't. I think I actually don't know what happened. Like, did they laugh at that? I, I would be like, what does that mean? I don't know. But I guess maybe it's just like a, a, a like a like a funny sentiment because most of the time picnic a picnic is on land i don't know what's going on there but uh it was a weird outro but a great episode i would eat everything on this menu um i would not eat it at the beach though sorry i would just um i'd find like a nice a nice parking lot and then maybe have a stroll on the beach afterwards i'd get some nice chairs 
you know, those kind of chairs you take to a football game that like fold up into itself and, you know, you put in that little sack. You know what I'm talking about? I think you do. Um, that's what I would do. That's my perfect sort of beach or just eat at home and then go to the beach later and, you know, take your shoes off, Fina, for God's sakes. Anyway, I guess that's all I have. Um, I felt like I complained a lot on this episode, but I, I, I just think, uh, you know, I have my perfect vision of what the beach should look like, and it doesn't, it doesn't involve a grill. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram at goodvanillapod, and you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. Also, you can follow uh, The Good Vanilla on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash thegoodpatreon where you can get these main episodes a day early. And this week, I think I'm doing, I think I'm going to do the pilot of Nigella or Cooking with Nigella. I actually don't know what the show's called. I just call her like Nigella, but I feel like whatever that show's called that she does because I love her. I think that she's so soothing and relaxing and she's so beautiful. Um, so if I can find that, I'm pretty sure I can. I'm going to be doing that on Patreon this week, which comes out tomorrow. Um, and you get four extra bonus episodes of The Good Vanilla every month. Two episodes are me covering another Food Network sort of show. This month I did, like, The Pioneer Woman and uh, Nigella. And and then the other uh, episodes that you get every month are just me kind of counting down my favorite uh, themed foods of the week. So I don't know what I would do for this episode. Maybe, like, favorite beach snacks or favorite summer food. Foods, something like that. But anyway, if you want more of that, go to patreon.com slash the good Patreon and become a hydrangea. Get on over there. Also, I made a group for the good vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search the good vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Or just tell another barefoot contessa fanatic that also works too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Kuchanov. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time.